Welcome to Give to Caesar, where we will help you align your heart and mindset with God's word about managing your finances well and how to do kingdom business that changes the world. Here's your host, Doug Gard. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Give to Caesar. Today, we're going to be talking about the U.S. income tax. Now, we all know that April 15th is the deadline uh, for most Americans to file their federal income tax return. But do you know when we actually had to start filing these tax returns? The 16th Amendment established Congress's right to impose a federal income tax. It was passed on July 2nd, 1909 and ratified by the states on February 3rd, 1913. So 1913 was the first year that we had to pay any type of income tax. And on that return, uh, due to generous exemptions and deductions, less than 1% of the population paid income tax at the rate of only 1% of the net income. Uh, It was a very simple form. I think it was one page and one page of instructions. I'm actually going to be posting that up on the website. And so if you'd like to take a look at that, you'll be able to do that. And you'll be able to see that at givetocaesar.com. All right, we're not going to be getting into the politics of taxes or whether we should be paying taxes or anything like that. We covered that in episode number two, but we do want to get into a little bit of what taxes are and um, the different types of taxes. So what is an income tax? According to Merriam-Webster, it is a tax on the net income of an individual or business. Now, the net income is your is less any expenses that you're able to deduct, any deductions, any credits, anything like that. Um, so basically, taxes are what a government could be federal, state, or local collects in order to pay for everything that it does. The specific items that a tax would cover depend on the jurisdiction levying the tax. Um, for instance, a lot of our federal taxes go towards military uh, to help support them. It goes towards different programs that the government might have with the states. And there are several types of taxes as well. We have income tax, sales tax, real estate tax, estate taxes. You even have a gift tax, etc. Today, we're going to be focusing on the income tax. So who determines what the tax rates are and what we're allowed to deduct? The income taxes are based on the tax laws that Congress puts into place. Yes, Congress determines what the tax rates are and what is taxable and what's deductible and what our credits are. The IRS does not do anything like that. Uh, The IRS is basically the collection agency for the government. They are the ones who are to enforce the tax laws. Now, there are several different tax income tax models for levying the taxes. Uh, This includes a flat tax, payroll tax, capital gains tax, and a progressive tax. Now, the system here in the U.S. actually uses several, with the main system being a progressive tax. This means that the more money you make, the higher rate you you will end up paying. And if you don't make much money, you could pay zero tax or even get a refund for any taxes withheld or even through refundable credits. So income tax is calculated on your income less your deductions and credits, and any money you make during the year is considered income. This could be through a job where you get a paycheck, tips from delivering pizzas, having a side business, or even winning the lottery. Now, with a side business, you can actually write off the expenses that are going towards helping to create that income. So let's say you make $50,000 in your own business. 
you might have $30,000 of write-offs, giving you only $20,000 that you would have to pay taxes on. Now, if you invest, let's say you invest in the stock market or mutual funds, or maybe you're, maybe you're a collector, uh, you collect baseball cards or even automobiles, and then you sell one of those for a profit or you sell some of your stock for a profit, that's considered capital gains. It's not income. And capital gains taxes are about half the rate of income taxes. Now, once we have the income figured out, we might have some adjustments to income. These are items that the tax laws allow to be deducted to calculate your adjusted gross income. Some of these adjustments include an IRA deduction, if you're contributing to one of those, student loan interest deduction, if you are paying for a student loan. If you are self-employed, you have a few different adjustments to income for things like health insurance, retirement plans, self-employment tax, things like that. So after the adjustments to income, you actually come down to a number called the adjusted gross income. That number is used a lot for different qualifications with other parts of the tax law and stuff like that. After all the adjustments, after we have the adjusted gross income, now we're going to be looking at our deductions. You can either take the standard deduction or itemized deductions. So when you hear things like contributions are deductible, your medical costs are deductible, those things are true if you itemize deductions. Actually, they're true either way, but you're going to see them when you itemize deductions. Now, the standard deduction is a flat amount that you can use no matter how much you actually have in deductions. Itemized deductions are a listing of all your deductions. So we want to use itemized deductions if we have more than the standard. Now, 2018 saw our standard deduction basically double. For example, the standard deduction for a single taxpayer in 2017 was 6350 For 2018, for a single person, that standard deduction was $12,000. With a married filing joint couple in 2017, their standard deduction was 12700 In 2018, their standard deduction was 24000 So what happened was the standard deduction made it tougher to have enough itemized deductions to use that form, but it was also a good thing because now they have a higher standard deduction that they can take instead. So in 2017, let's say that a married couple might have had $18,000 of itemized deductions. Well, they're not going to use the standard deduction back then because it was only $12,700. They would use the $18,000 to decrease their taxable income. But for 2018, their standard deduction is $24,000. So having $18,000 in itemized deductions would not benefit them as much as taking the standard deduction. So after we have subtracted out the standard deduction or the itemized deductions from your adjusted gross income, you now have your taxable income. And then you get to figure out your income tax liability. Oh, but wait, you're not done. The tax laws also contain some tax credits that are subtracted directly from the tax liability. These include things like the child tax credit, some educational credits, things like that. Once you subtract those, you may have to add some additional taxes. If you are self-employed, if you have a Schedule C, or if you've done some work on the side, uh, you're going to have to pay the self-employment tax, and that's where this is going to come in. This is also where the health care penalty was added previously. 
So once you have everything included there for the credits and extra taxes and things, you're going to have your final total tax amount. From there, we're going to subtract any withholding and any refundable credits. And then you either have an amount due or an amount overpaid resulting in a refund coming. Now, some people think that getting a big refund means that their tax preparer did a great job doing their tax return. Maybe. (laughs) It also means that you overpaid on taxes. So you've given the government more money than what you needed to, and that's why the refund is coming. Some people think that if they owe taxes, that that's a bad thing. Again, not necessarily. If it's a small amount and it's and you plan for it, that's okay. The idea of withholding and estimated taxes is to get as close as you can to zero because who's going to be able to use that money better, you or the government? So overall, the you know, the tax return itself is not complicated, you know, from an idea perspective. However, parts of it can be complicated depending on the tax laws, you know, that are in place at the time. So if you have any questions on what we've talked about today or anything related to taxes, uh, feel free to go to our website at givetocaesar.com and you'll be able to fill out a form there to uh, ask your questions and we will get back to you as soon as we can. In the meantime, thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you next time on Give to Caesar. Thanks for listening to Give to Caesar. For more information and to connect with Doug, go to givetocaesar.com and visit us on Facebook at Give to Caesar. If this podcast has impacted you, we ask that you subscribe and share with a friend.